Hi guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com. I am delighted to be back after having a couple of weekends off on holiday or vacation, depending on where you are in the world. Um, it was it was lovely. It's very relaxing, and then I've come back to a proper rock and roll banger uh, of a part one, which is amazing. But before we get into that, we spoke to Kiffy. Kiffy is one of these people that is defines prolific when it comes to music he has written and recorded and produced and released seven albums this year that is insane to me so we had a good chat about that uh, and they're all good quality by the way not like you know oh this one's a bit rubbish he has written and recorded and produced and released some amazing seven albums um so yeah the title of the episode is and by the end of the week i'd finished the album which i think is uh, something he said halfway through and very very fitting uh, he is an absolutely wonderful guy and we love chatting to him about his music it's absolutely awesome uh, and then like i say we play a big load of what i would call future classics rock and roll bangers of the future uh, and it's pretty amazing to be honest with you so enjoy the show i certainly did it's good to be back part two is on the way as well cheers guys Is, is that is that a good lead-in? I mean, was that... Welcome to New Music Saturday, hashtag NMS with myself, Dr. Bones, and the return from vacation, Mike, Fashionate Mike 5. And if you saw the sign up update for the whiteboard promo, it said hashtag, I'm sorry I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was as well. So I was running on time. I was actually doing really well, super organized. And then I know I texted you this, but no one else knows this. My neighbors. Well, one of my neighbours is away, and he's, I think, the one that sort of, like, reigns them in a bit, because they're a bit party crazy. Okay. And uh, the ones that are there just started blasting. And it wasn't like, I don't mind a bit of loud music, obviously. <laughs> it's kind right. of sort of my life. But it was it was through the walls, like, shaking pictures on walls kind of loud music. And obviously it was terrible, because people never play, like, fucking Metallica really loudly for some reason. It's always some <laughs> Europop shit. But anyway, it was just awful <laughs> and loud and we just got the baby to sleep, and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. So that's why I was a little bit late. Oh, um, yeah. And the fact that we had to catch up, because obviously I was away for two weeks. But we're here now. That's the important thing. We've got tons of great music. We've got a fantastic guest. 
Uh, I've got a can of lager. I've had my second jab. So <laughs> hopefully I won't go you know, tripping balls halfway through part two and we go down the rabbit hole. And uh, I'm really excited, mate. I'm looking forward to it. Oh. I'd like to see a glass of red wine. I think that is as well from our guest. <laughs> and uh, uh, the whiskey and... Well, Red Bull, but you know. <laughs> Whiskey and Red Bull, <laughs> of course. The Bones classic. Yeah, it's right. I, I remember, I will, we will introduce the guest a bit, but I remember when you were in England and uh, I said, how much whiskey? And you went, oh, do 75, 25. And I remember I got it wrong and put 75% whiskey in the glass yeah. and a quarter of the glass was Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. Needless to say, it was a little bit of a messy night, but I still managed, so... And yeah, I remember, no, you did very well. I remember sitting going like, Mike, how much fucking whiskey did you put in here? Like, 75%, yeah. three quarters. So, so that's what I did, slowly sipping, right? It's like, this is going to happen way too fast. It's going to take my time. So, but I mean, I, know, I thought it was a strange drink, but, you know, I thought, well, he's hardcore, isn't he? It's bonesy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, <laughs> let's get to our musical guest. Welcome, Kiffy. Hi. Oh, man. Hey. Welcome to the show, buddy. Hey. How's it going? Yeah, it's going well. I'm I'm on holiday in France, just sitting here, drinking wine, eating cheese. <laughs> <laughs> the, Living the dream. Yeah. The, the French experience, <laughs> I guess, right? <laughs> All you need is some escargot on the side and you're living the full Ooh. French experience. Oh, man. Yeah, I tried. They're like little puppets. You can put a, like a toothpick in a cocktail stick in each end and do a little puppet show. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably better than eating them. I've, yeah, I've like, had snails once, and I wouldn't do it again. I, I've never. No, I didn't. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> I was just saying, I've done that once as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I, <laughs> I, I personally never had them at all, and I don't think I ever will. And just funny that you're in France, you mentioned the escargot, because um, earlier Em was watching like uh, something like cooking on the on the, on the Food Network. And when he's cooking shows, and the guy, the guy instead of instead of shabby said chaplets. Like, are you serious? Do you, or is he, or are you joking? Or are you serious? Like, he's <laughs> right. It's chablis, right? But he said chaplets. And then, of course, I think a Family Guy where Brian's out on a date. She's like, yeah, can I get the escargot and a bottle and, and a glass of chaplets? He's like, yeah, give me, give me the escargot and the chaplets too. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Have you have you do you speak much French? Or have you learned any since you've been there? Well, only a little bit and uh, I usually forget the entire beginning so it comes across as really rude. <laughs> like I'm just a little bit like burger. No, that's fair. No, no, we're not. We're not going to make you speak French. Oh no, no. As, you know, as, <laughs> that's not the first question. <laughs> oh, it's it's it's, it's better. It's better this than is just rapport. This is just you know. <laughs> oh, it's better than Rusty and National Lampoon's European vacation in Germany. Like, hi, my family are looking for sex. You know, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> burn. <laughs> Outstanding. So, Kiffy, you are someone who had popped up on our radar, I don't know, beginning of this year at some point. And the way I see it, and, um, you know, people couldn't tell me I'm right or wrong, I don't <laughs> care, but there are loads of amazing quality musicians all over the planet, independent musicians doing amazing things. And I find that mostly they fit into one or two buckets. One are people that kind of 
you know, spend a long time writing and recording something and, uh, and eventually release it and then make a big deal out of it. And others, and uh, you're one, and this, uh, Ron Bowes is another good example, and Juxta when he was really prolific. Others, others just seem to continuously write and record and release stuff without losing any of the quality. And it's just, it gets better and better and sounds absolutely amazing. So my first question to you had to be, how the fuck do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> It's incredible, man. You've released how many albums in, like, a week? It's insane. <laughs> well, one of, my, one of my friends went away for, like, a week off, and wasn't on Twitter. Slundarky is on uh, on Twitter. And he, he oh, yeah. said, oh, I'm back. I'm back in there. I'm back. And uh, how many how many albums have I released? Has, has, has Kippy released in the time I've been away? <laughs> but it's not, it's not like that. It, it, I, think, I think, well, how many? I've done seven albums and four EPs since January. Um, <laughs> I mean that's a lot by anyone's standards. That's yeah. There's the eighth. The eighth one is coming out at the end of August, and I've only I've only really done three tracks on it so far. So when I get back from holiday, I better get cracking. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you set the release date. It's coming out here. I'm really happy. It's coming out. It's yeah, very good. But, but you know, you don't I give mean... yourself a deadline. <laughs> no, yeah, fair play. <laughs> I feel like you've taken that to an extreme, but. <laughs> Um, but in in all fairness, and I, I said it at the top, it, it is your stuff is brilliant, and you know, literally, I think you said you only joined Twitter halfway through last year, and that's where we came across you, you know, in some point into this year. But you know, literally, you're one of these people that just pops up and is doing amazing stuff, and I'm I'm desperately intrigued by that. Like, you know, what I don't even know what the question is. It's not how do you do it. What what influence? What motivates you and influences you and inspires you to be able to do that so wonderfully and so fast and everything? I have no idea. I think I'll try. I'll try to make this a fairly a fairly concise answer. But basically, in in April 2020, uh, well, in fact, it wasn't even April. It was just before the lockdown. It was about three days before Bojo went on the telly and told people to. <laughs> And he, right. he, he, I, I, I literally, I ordered a, a synthesizer, a drum machine and a piano and a microphone. Oh, wow. <laughs> as, as you do, yeah. I, I just thought to myself, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm going to have some free time and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so between April and, between April and September, well, no, between April and, I don't know, July, I probably wrote about 80 songs put them all on SoundCloud, had to pay for pro membership by about May. <laughs> and, and, and the songs were, well, the songs were okay, but you know, recording wise, right. I had no idea. I was literally, it was, I might as well have just had a tape, a tape play, you know, and press play record at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, then I joined Twitter. It, well, over the, over the summer, in August, I wrote a hip hop musical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you mentioned this before, and I did make a note somewhere to ask you if I ever did this interview. I'm glad you brought it up because I've lost that note. <laughs> We're going to have to ask you about that in a minute as well. We can talk about that later. Then, uh, then yeah. in basically in the middle of September, I joined Twitter and basically, you know, did the whole thing. Hey guys, listen to my music. And uh, there were a couple of people that actually listened and, and gave me a little bit of feedback, like Steve Dealey. Uh, it's just, he, he actually writes some really good club, tr- uh, sort of 90s club tunes. Okay. Um, and, and we just got started chatting, etc. And then I was getting my bathroom done 
and I, I had to live somewhere else because we didn't have a, a bathroom or a toilet or any heating. Oh, what shit. Yeah, pardon my language. <laughs> we were, I was out of my house for three weeks, and we came back about the middle of December, and suddenly, by the basically, okay, so then there was Christmas, so, you know, you've got to not go and see your family because, no, you know, right. you weren't allowed. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you were allowed, yeah. But, um, <laughs> Go and see your family, but probably don't. Was I couldn't because exactly. my family's in the US, right? So exactly. Yeah, I think so, the advice here, Bonesy, was go and see your family, but it's your fault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're only allowed to see them for six hours on a Monday. <laughs> Ridiculous. New Year, on New Year's Eve, I wrote a song, and that song was not the end yet. I, I say wrote it. I wrote it and recorded it, and and. <laughs> and really, basically, I didn't quite release it as such, but I, you know, I shared it with some people that were listening on SoundCloud. You know, that was it. But um, and then in the next ten days, I'd written an album, and then two weeks after that, I'd written another one, and then three weeks after that, I'd written another one. Oh wow! <laughs> and <laughs> where does it come from? I get, an, I get, lit, not an urge; it's a feeling. I'll be sitting there drinking a coffee in the morning, and I'll in, in my pajamas or not, and just sat and just go up to my piano and just start playing a tune. Next thing you know, I've shuffled into the living room to get my laptop, unplugged it from my TV plugged it in, opened up opened up my door, recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> and by the end of the week I've got an album. <laughs> nice. So could you that is simply could, it. By the end of the week I've got an album. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna call this episode of the podcast that when it goes on Spotify. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what um I, I mean I mean I can't really play the piano. Um, and you say you bought one last March. Did you have you played music for a long time before? Because you you seem to understand stuff that I don't understand. For example, <laughs> about you know how things work and don't and all the rest of it. But has it been something you've always done and been interested in? And this was just you know, this became that or not? Um, I had I had piano lessons until I was twelve. The choice was a holiday in Cyprus or or continue with piano lessons. And I chose the holiday in Cyprus. <laughs> <I caught it>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that was a twist. <laughs> in, in, exactly. In two in two thousand, my my parents have a folk rock band, and in and they're, they're pretty good. They've been going oh, for about like forty. 40 odd years but um in nice. 2000 they uh, basically their bass player let them down uh, uh, this was the millennium gig you know new year's eve mm. oh, <laughs> and because i'd been because i knew the tunes and i'd kind of been tinkering about with guitar as every 19 year old d- did you yeah. know as you, as you know uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically yes, we did. Yeah, exactly. I basically played. I played bass. Mother, pretty much the first. It was pretty much, in fact, the first paid gig with me on bass in their band. Oh wow! Was on the the biggest gig we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, in the last decade, we've probably had not more than I don't know six gigs a year, maybe. And that's just because people aren't prepared to pay for it. But um, right. But, uh, but uh, you know, uh, yeah, in the last decade, maybe six gigs a year, weddings and that kind of thing. But really, it was bass, and it was not very well played. You know, I don't play bass very well. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, you know, don't ask me to do jazz. I have no <laughs> idea. Um, I'm literally doing step bass, you know, dum, 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 that kind of thing. And it's the same 20 tunes that they've been playing for 40 years that I know off by heart. Right. right. So 
there was no there was no skill involved. It was literally just playing bass by ear and bass, and emulating actually what the old bass player used to do. Um, right. But other than, but other than that, no. I, in fact, you know, I hadn't played piano for. Wait a minute, how old am I? I hadn't played piano. For, <laughs> <laughs> hadn't played piano Where am I? for thirty before <laughs> you heard me playing piano. Basically. <laughs> wow. I mean, I did piano lessons when I was um, uh, 13, maybe. I was 12 and I, I think did I can remember. <laughs> yeah, well, I did it for five years, but I can only play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know where middle C <laughs> is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I, if you listen as carefully, that's top, all I'm really like, doing. <laughs> yeah. All of my stuff is just variations on Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. It's like Change the edge, the it's all effects, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, no, I have, because I play by ear, I find a piano is much easier because it's linear. If you, mm-hmm. with a guitar, it's not quite as linear, is it? Okay, you've got the frets, but once, you, once you've moved up, where do you go with the chords? But, so it's not as logical, yeah. whereas with the piano, it's, it's entirely linear. So if you've got a melody that you're humming in your head, you can work it out in seconds and, and then play it. You know what? On the topic of piano, I just thought of this, and I guess pretty much everybody within our, our age group, roughly, I guarantee try to learn this on piano. Very simple, but the two things that uh, uh, actually, but there's three tools. So the first thing that people would definitely learn how to play and probably need to still play today, I'll take two seconds to figure it out, is the theme song for Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> for, for, first off, there's that one because it's very catchy but very easy to play, right? Right? So exactly. There, there's that. There's that. And then, well, yeah, no. That when we talk about influences, that is one of my greatest influences. And and then it goes back to and then it goes back to Family Guy, doesn't it? Oh yeah. I am. But I'm uh, sorry. Oh, just, I, I am. I am. Oh, go on. Sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Just, and then, do, do two more songs before I forget because I will yep. forget. I promise you that. But yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyways, so the two other songs is one is the very ending to Nightingale song Closer, and a lot of a lot of people know. Uh, oh, I'm almost blank. I know. Like, uh, um, doom, doom, uh. There's that, and there's the song. Yeah, I know it. Right? Oh, yeah, right? And the last one, the last one is uh, Smashing Pumpkins Soma from Siamese Dream. You know, that's a. I'm all by myself. No, close your eyes. That one, Dude, like, don't wait up. Well, but that one, yeah. So there's the three main songs that guaranteed everybody with an age group who like those bands has figured out, or have, if they haven't, they will now. I see. Now you're making me feel like I've played the keyboard even more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know. What I was going to say, which is not really relevant to the conversation, I promise we'll go back to Kiff a little bit. <laughs> but, but, but what I was going to say is, because um, I'm a little bit younger than you, I remember, um, I think I was probably born in the year that Beverly Hills Cop came out, but I remember when I was about seven, 
uh, being at one of those massive soft play centers for someone bir- for someone's birthday and they kept playing that song right. and you know that feeling when you're a kid when you come out of one of those things like i've seen it in, in my in william now i'm sure i'll see it in the baby when he's a bit older <laughs> as well when you come out of those things and you are so dehydrated you look like a sweaty prune is <laughs> <laughs> that kind of you know like, oh, a really good time and he's like water but i remember coming out of that thing i remember um, on my way to go and chug like a pint of water i remember saying to the person there uh, who was running i was like what's that song called and they said it's called axel f i was like cool and that was axel the first Foley. time i remember asking someone i think the song's just called axel f but yeah I, I, it was the first time i remember asking someone what a song was it was the first time i properly paid attention to <laughs> yeah, music nice. that wasn't like it's, what, it's one of my dad's favorite songs as well you know it's class <laughs> it's brilliant if you actually listen to it that is a brilliant bit of programming it's absolutely stunning i don't even i don't even think i could cover it you know <laughs> uh, you know like the one song i've always wanted to cover story mike but is the monsters yeah so okay i'm done continue <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Where do I go from there? <laughs> done. Hip hop music. Well, speaking of covers, you you entered the Goes a Good Speed um, Gambler's Last Day covers competition, and you were the first one, obviously. Nice. Like yeah. uh, <laughs> absolutely fantastic cover. I like the fact that you took a sample and then you made it a kiffy song afterwards, which is brilliant. Um, but a good question. Um, I don't know if we've asked anyone this recently. I've asked this before, though. What would be the top three songs that you would cover if you could, regardless of whether you can actually play them or not, but if you just have to, <laughs> <you could. laughs> what would be the top three songs uh, you'd love to cover? Oh, hmm. Well, 10cc, Not In Love, obviously. Obviously. That was said with such conviction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great song. I was I, like, that's from 75. Listen to that again and tell me they didn't invent electronic music. That, like, seriously. What? Well, Floyd in 77 with uh, Dark Side, right? So. Well, there you go. You know, but it was before, uh-huh. like, listen to that and then it's like a souvenir by OMD. And you can see, you can hear this, that, that there, there's a direct relationship. But uh, yeah, I like that song. It's not necessarily, a, it's not necessarily my top three. I right. don't know. Uh, yeah, 10cc. I'm say it definitely 10cc. is because you said it has to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something by Erasure, definitely. Anything, in fact, anything by Erasure. Uh, early, early Erasure, not 90s comeback Erasure, which wasn't really. <laughs> Um, and I'm going to say Don't Go by Yazoo. If I could, that is such a stunning song. There's a video, there's a video of there, like a top of, top of the pops performance of it. And my God, Alison Moye is such a diva. And <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. Actually, yeah. It's stunning. In fact, if, if I play, if I play, if I perform live, I will be done up like her in that video. <laughs> <laughs> right on. <laughs> Well, man, you know what? Uh, your uh, your your uh, Saint Martin cover was really good, and and th- he actually was kind of sent us the album, and we literally played the original the following week, so that was great. And you hear both of us, man, you just yeah, you nailed it, man. You did a great job. You put your own little twist on, but it's great. And 
Thank the, the fact that we had the whole album is awesome. So we're, we're actually playing one of Sam Martin's uh, song later tonight. But either way, man, like yeah, we've the, the, the covers you've done. Well, at least the cover that the cover you told us like, well, that sounds awesome. Especially it's like oh now I got to hear the original. It's like man, like this is a great job. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 I mean, <laughs> exactly. Same, like, I know, you know. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bloody brilliant. No. Uh, Saint Martin, Saint Martin. That I heard his, I heard that song, and it was on the Chris Watts show actually on the in the Moog show, which is yeah. where I hear most stuff nowadays. It's a great show. That this the amount of, it, yeah, yeah, obviously, there's <laughs> 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 no competition. It's not. Competition. I cut you off for a cheap promo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shameless self promotion. It, it's, uh, it's, but he. <laughs> I heard that song, and there's 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 only really been three or four artists on. No, or four, no it's not fair. Three or three or four songs on there that I've stopped and gone, whoa! I have to own that. And I basically bought it, bought the album that night. And then I, you know, I think he messaged me, and and it was like, yeah, this is. Or I might have messaged him, messaged him, and said that that is it's just something different because I could hear the the kind of the uh, the rock influence in it, things like Marilyn Manson and um, right. A massive attack, etc. It, uh, you know, I could, uh, uh, well, not that those, not that massive attack is rock, but I don't know. Uh, it's got rock, well, it, it's got rock it will, elements. It, it, it varies, it. you know. And the other band that I can never remember the name of, and uh, it's one of those things I have where I can never remember the name of the band. Uh, you know, they they were on uh, they were on that film, The Matrix. Oh, Rage the Machine. Yeah, 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 them as well. But yeah, I mean, Rage Against the Machine. Oh my well, god! Just, just I mean, because I'll, they they played a um, was it a, um, uh, No Your Enemy? And there's one more uh, like Township Rebellion, I think it was like from their first album, their self titled album. Uh, Are you yeah, thinking I mean, of Prodigy? Uh, no, I can't remember now. No. I'll never remember. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember. The, I, I, oh, that's it. The Death Times. It was obviously oh. Death Times. Oh, okay, okay yeah, yeah. yeah. So I could hear that inspiration in it, and I was just thinking, this guy has got it. It's subtle. It's kind of minimalist in a good, you know. But every single bit was bloody brilliant. So I bought the I bought the album immediately. Um, and yeah, the guy is uh, the guy is great. He's actually planning on covering one of my songs as well, which no I still way, think nice. is my best. Yeah. So it's part of this project which I've tried to start called the Dream the the uh, Dreamtime project, and it's basically people not for profit sharing swapping songs. So it's effectively cover each other's songs or reimagine each other's songs, and right. then the, each each person puts it on their bandcamp for um, charity, basically. Um, nice, and it's just it's just for sharing a love a, a mutual love of each other's music, and then hope, hoping that people will. Um, uh, it's, so it's partly to get away with any kind of, you know, licensing or worrying about copyright and basically say, oh, yeah. I'm not making any money from this. Uh, it, right. I'm not making any money from this. It, it's for charity. So so if you buy Aubrey Plaza Smile from my band camp, then everything goes calm, which is um, basically the campaign against living a miserable life, which is to prevent, <laughs> well, it's to prevent male suicide in oh, the UK. Okay, Sorry, I didn't mean to chuckle. Just the way you. Like you can so. laugh. It's fine. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't. I, I wasn't expecting the follow-up of being supportive of male suicide. It's like, oh, 
<laughs> but I think, the, I think the name is deliberately done in such a way that it's memorable. Makes you go, oh, right, yeah. So I think that's fine. And, yeah. and, and, and the thing is, the, the statistic. I don't want to bring a downer on it, but you no. know, the statistics for male suicide in the UK is it's vastly exaggerated towards me, uh, towards men, and it's the leading cause of death in men in men under the age of. I can't remember the exact statistics, but it's that you know, early cause of death in men under the age of fifty is suicide. Wow, it's the leading. So, so it's a good cause, um, and that's the that's so that's what it's about. And and but each each of these pairings for this project Dreamtime can can choose a different charity. Each person can choose a different charity. It doesn't it doesn't matter. What it is it's just it's about the love of music and about sharing love via music, basically. I love that. Nice. Yeah, that's brilliant. I, I would be really interested to hear uh, like if that expands. And then I'd like to hear people's covers of covers. That would be really interesting. So if they've never heard the original and they hear someone's cover and go, "Oh, I'd like to do a cover of that for this," that could that could go. I mean, that would really spiral. But that could be good fun. <laughs> I mean, the goes are good to be covers so far. Every single person's is completely different. Um, yeah, I haven't seen all. I haven't seen all of them, but and I can't remember all their names. But there's the guy with a nice, nice sort of soulful voice, just with the guitar in his front room. Uh, Clint Slate, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, it's great. And and then there's the uh, Death. Is it Death Buffer? Death Buffer. Death, death, can't speak now. Death, yeah, Death Buffer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who is it? <laughs> and then there's one that's just way out there, and I love it. I really, I think it's great, and it's a really psychotic one. It's really good. Oh, <laughs> is that nice. the one blind mouse on? The one blind mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's that's the one. I love love that one. It's great. Compared to mine, that's like, mine is a cover. His is completely reimagined. And that is... (laughs) Oh, you know what, Kiffy, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that just because there's a song they had, well, he had one of his main projects called the Guaco Project. And it was one blind mouse. And the guy's name was Spinfin or Dave. He had other side bands as well. But... They had one song called Lose Doorstep. And when that song finished, my the first words that, uh, out of my mouth, it's like, what in the actual fuck was that? <laughs> like, it, it, was, it was a great tune, but I, I just I didn't know how else to describe it. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, Mr. Mouse is uh, an absolute superstar. Yeah, He's man. done um, oh, for sure. a hell of a lot of things um, in different styles, but his cover is absolutely brilliant. Uh, completely yeah, out there, great. exactly what you'd expect. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> but alas, we're not here to talk about him or Goes Good to Be, we're here to talk about you. Uh, so, uh, what's your favourite pizza topping? <laughs> well, that was random. Uh, double pepperoni. Double, because single pepperoni is not enough, right? Not enough meat. Oh. <laughs> yeah. If, if you're going to put sausage on it, you need to have double sausage, preferably like twelve, a whole 12 inch pepperoni. But you're you're not going meat feast, you're not going like overkill the meat, you're just going pepperoni, but pepperoni, pepperoni. Uh, yeah, all the way. I've never I, I don't think I've ever ordered anything other than a pepperoni. How other do you know it's I'm... your favourite pizza if you've never had anything else? Because I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> isn't, isn't that what it like, comes down to in the end? You know? Yeah. Bit, so default, is it not also the worst pizza you've ever had? No, no, no the, the, 
the pizza, the pizzas, the pieces I've stolen off of other people, the little bits, you know, uh, okay. Okay. you know, like you're going to eat that. <laughs> <laughs> it's never worth the guilt. Basically, if they had ordered pepperoni. I would have liked it. See, it, okay. it, see, here it's it's not. Are you going to eat that? It's. Do you have room for this? Do you have room for this? Like oh, seriously? Like, <laughs> and so it's it's almost like for certain meals, I know I got to leave extra room because I'm not going to get some food pawned off on me. You're saying, can you eat this? Like, oh, yeah. Most of it's okay, fine. But sometimes it's like, no, I, I'm I'm done. I can't. And I, I, even before she even asked, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I remember that when you were over here. Every time we went somewhere, Kim was like, "That was delicious." And we're like, "You've eaten a quarter of it." She's like, "Yeah." You got room for it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so back to music. Um, uh, uh, I did buy. I didn't buy the newest one. I did. I did buy uh, "Screwed Up" your EP, and we talked about that via DM. And I think it's the perfectly up to to get to, to play the song that's my favorite on the EP. It's a song called "Democracy." So here we go with Kiffy and "Democracy."
right on. <laughs> Kiffy with the moxie. And I'm laughing. I'm sorry, guys. It's because we were talking about fairs. Like, five seconds. Five seconds. Five seconds. <laughs> before, we, before we go back on here. So that was Kiffy. <laughs> that was Kiffy with... I my wine. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, my mistake. Like, and kind of, kind of ironic, isn't it? Red wine takes out stains, you know? <laughs> you know if you think about it, right? So anyways... So that was Kiffy with Democracy, and that's uh, my favorite song on his EP, Screwed Up, which is uh, the second to last one, and there's a new one out right now, it came out on Bandcamp Friday, but that's a great tune, and like I said, we were talking via DM, I said, well, that's definitely my favorite song on the EP, like, they're all good tunes, but that one stood out more than anything, and I, and I really, really enjoy this one, and I just, I love that your vocals specifically in this one, I love the kind of, uh, I was like, almost uneven flow but it sounded so good and just kind of mixed uh, your, your mixing job was obviously a phenomenal this one so I uh, love this tune oh, thank you very much <laughs> yeah the, the whole the whole EP is, is one kind of sonic thing except for the very last track which is kind of separate and the EP was done in between writing home basically uh, I wrote and five of them didn't fit on the album, so I put them on the EP, and they all happened to have a really similar sonic tone, so it works out really well. I think it's fantastic. You described it on Bandcamp as an electro-gothic protest against the destruction of nature, <laughs> political lies, greed and incompetence at all levels of society. And then you said that <laughs> every track is inspired by Irish folk music. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I wasn't expecting that next sentence. <laughs> and of course, with, with your electro pop twist, it is absolutely outstanding. I mean, it's such, you know, I was saying to you, I think the other day, I still, you know, I've listened to bits of your um, back catalogue because there's quite a lot of it, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, but I've gone in and out and I've listened and I've listened to, I've got one of the albums on CD, so I've listened to that quite a bit, obviously. Um, but it is, it's difficult to find, well, I haven't found yet a bad track, but also I love all these themes. I love the way that, you know, things come together. You know, you probably, everyone probably knows, but I have a big thing about, you know, music with purpose and just you know, doing something that's just a little bit out there in whatever way to say something and make a point. And I feel like you do that so well. I, I, I don't know where or how the inspiration flows. I mean, even lyrically, it must be hard to write all those lyrics and remember them, <laughs> I guess, um, and stuff like that. Do, do you have songs that you've completely forgotten how to play or sing or forgotten the words or anything like that, or is it just in there? Uh, uh, yeah, nothing Nothing exists other than on stems on, on, on a door. That's the thing. Uh, there's, I've got some ripped-up bits of paper with words on, I've got whole words written on little a whole songs written on A5 sheets. Half of it's crossed out and some scribbles just to help me, you know, remember what I'm meant to be singing. But basically, almost nothing is written. It's it's just recorded, um, and and the, <laughs> the generally speaking, I can there's there's two ways that it happens. Either I can hear the hear the lyrics and the melody in the reverb of the synthesizer sound really oddly spiritual but i can hear the hear actually hear words in the reverb of the synthesizer or um i sing a, a kind of nonsense line and, and some some then just words come out it's almost like being possessed by the music or something it's just really deep anyway uh, it's like being possessed by it and then they, and then uh, then i might have to scribble them down and then i'll on that within a few minutes develop 
chorus and the and the ver- uh, and the verses, if there is a chorus, because not a lot of my songs yeah. have choruses. Uh, <laughs> That's not your thing. No, it's not my thing. You know, we can clap our hands and dance, get down in the club, but it's no choruses. <laughs> you know, you know. Speaking and, of, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. It's fine. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so yeah, the words just cut. The words just come. They're either already there. It's like I, I've said before. It's like sculpture. So there is. So there's this school of thought that has, that a sculpted a sculpt a, a sculptor, sorry, a person, who, personally made sculptures, is just revealing right the, the shape of the stone. And I'm doing the same with the, with the music and the melody and the reverbs. The words are already there. I'm just discovering them. That's it. You know, I, just... I love the idea that you can hear things in the reverb of the synth. That's awesome. That's such a cool <laughs> little thing. The um, the other the other way. So the, the the second way you mentioned. That's how Ozzy Osbourne used to uh. um, like record Black Sabbath stuff. Apparently, he just used to uh, kind of you know, play like paranoid or whatever. Like ding 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 ding. ding, ding, ding. And then um, Geezer, the bass player, got off and write words to whatever melody Ozzy Osbourne came up with. And if he, if he happened to say, finish with my woman, he'd go, oh, that's quite good. Finish with my woman. All right. And then he'd write a song in like five minutes. Mm. <laughs> you know, off um, the back of it. But, um, yeah. that's, that's a really good point, Mike, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. But uh, two things for reverb. And one, I told you about this, was probably about... But four years ago, when I went to Hitsdale, um, Hitsdale USA in Michigan, where you know, Barry Gordy, um, um, Stevie Wonder, you know, oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> right, and they had so Kiffy. What happened is they had to have a museum. So this is where the first uh, this that they had they actually at one point owned like the entire block, but they kept this one, preserved this one, so it was a recording studio. So everything is kept like from original from the fifties and that sort of thing. Anyways, so what they did before reverb was readily available, that sort of thing, is they figured out a way to do it. So they went up to the attic and they called the attic so it was like a hollow out square so what they did is they dropped the mics down that way and they get the reverb sound and the beer companies could not figure out how they were doing it and it was just gold so that <laughs> that's where that, that's where that reverb came from and it's like, like that's awesome like and at that place like kid in a candy store man it was amazing couldn't take any pictures but didn't need to it's, 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 I, I could have, a, have an eidetic memory when it comes to that sort of thing so I like, remember the entire layout of that place and it's such a great awesome tune so I love that <laughs> I see I love it yeah, I've seen these massive like reverb chambers and stuff like that for vocalists. I find it fascinating all that sort of stuff. Well, yeah, as know, someone who just turns up and plays guitar occasionally, I find it. <laughs> <laughs> but with that place too, they they, they they did demonstrate. They said, oh, "Here, clap your hands here, and then clap your hands there." As a, and you could tell the difference between the room and right below the app because it's just like like really just like a hollowed out square in the ceiling that traveled through and is yeah, badass. But man. Kiffy, your, your, your stuff's awesome. Like, I really enjoy the CP, but your yeah, democracy is definitely my favorite too. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, it's a, it's, it's a pretty good. Uh, well, I say it's pretty good. It's actually one of my favorite things. Is that it's five tracks and it, they, they, they just thing about them. I've never heard anything like it, and that's what makes me. Like. I mean, that's that's the goal for a lot of people, isn't it? Mm. Everyone is stand out by everything. <laughs> Yeah, whether whether intentional or not, everything is there and it's at your fingertips and like no one goes, I've never heard music before, what is this? So of course you're influenced by something, but it's 
everyone's looking for that okay what is me what is my sound what's my thing and i feel like you've really nailed that in a very short space of time um but in a very considered way and it it, it is you can play 30 seconds of any kiffy song i would i would venture to having not necessarily listened to every right. kiffy song because uh, i'm sure there's something that's come out since i last week <laughs> <laughs> but, well, but we if i reckon within but i think you can listen to 30 seconds of any kiffy song and you would probably know it was you which is quite yeah. an amazing thing isn't it whereas if you're in a punk band and don't get me wrong i absolutely fucking love punk band but it's harder to do that um or that's not that makes it sound like I'm saying it's easy if you did it. It's not easy if you did it, but it must be very hard when there's lots of people playing music that's very similar to do that. Whereas you've managed to create this space that's completely unique and your own, which is pretty awesome to be honest with you. So that wasn't really a question. Right. Um, <laughs> well, you know, okay, um just so people didn't see because we're on video here, but I had twice I held up the mic and I went sure if you saw it, but I said three, so we get two minutes so we're down we're down to a minute and a half left. So oh, um we have to kinda of wrap this up a little bit. So um <laughs> Well, I know we're getting I wasn't it. Looking, I was talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I mean. But uh, well, we're being, so, why would you I, look while you're talking? So I'd be silly. Yeah. <laughs> I was just off. It's amazing. Um, well, look, uh, if there are probably things you want to ask, but I wanted to ask two things was very, very quickly. Um, what's the best? Because you've done so much. What's the best introduction to Kiffy? What's the thing that someone should go and listen to now? He's never heard you before, apart from obviously they've just heard one song. Um, but what, what's the thing that goes, this is what I'm all about. If you like this, you'll like me. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I know there's a whole it's range of stuff. Because right the problem is, just, just like I think you mentioned, you mentioned earlier, it depends on, or it might have been someone else entirely. Um, it depends on where you are, who you are, like what time it. of day you're feeling like but i'm gonna say uh, i'm gonna say born to fly from the the dreamer album which is the last album i did like one uh, three weeks ago or something four <laughs> weeks ago <laughs> and the, and uh, it's the reason is is because it builds and it builds and then there's a sudden little drop in the middle where it just calms and then it just goes all out and there's at, there's at one point i think i'm singing five different parts in about three octaves and there's piano and there's synths and there's a lot of drum machine on it and that and and if you get if you really if you listen to the whole of that song you'll understand what i'm about i that is an album i have heard every track and yeah. i do love that track um i think that's a <laughs> very very good answer um very and cool um fortunately so i'm i'm sorry unfortunately but we are officially out of time no <laughs> So, uh, oh, but man, you have to come back another time and talk yes. about your hip hop opera then because yes. we never got to that, did we? <laughs> we yeah. talked about pizza. You, you shouldn't have answered well, my frivolous pizza I might question. It, but, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I might introduce it by the end of the summer, so we'll see. Well, oh, excellent. Right, come thank back you. when it's released in like two weeks. Yes, and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us tonight, man. We really do appreciate, it, especially when you're on vacation in France. That's awesome. So. It's been a great time, and Mike's right. We will continue. We'll, we will do a, a part two follow-up at some point, and we're probably looking at uh, middle to end of, this, of September at this point. But uh, either way, thank you so, so much, and thank you for the music. Well, thank you very much, both of you. It's been it's been an absolute honour. I think the pleasure is all ours. We absolutely love your music. We um, fortuitously stumbled across <laughs> you somewhere on the internet, and... Uh, 
you know, it's been a bloody good year so far, hasn't it? With just the eight, just the eight albums, is it? No, seven, eight. <laughs> so, we're in July, are we? August? What month? Are we? August. August. August yeah. <laughs> um, I've been away. I don't know what's going on. So yeah, no, ab- it, genuinely though, absolutely fantastic. Really good to speak to you in person. Finally, after all the Twitter conversations with us. So <laughs> thank you so much for coming on, and we definitely love to have you back. Yeah, lovely. Thank well, you. Have a good night. Thank and you. And enjoy the rest of your holiday. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Some more chavos than Escar got, so. Stunning. Thank you so much. We'll see you very soon, Kiffy. Cheers. Have a great night. Thank you. Bye. All right, we're just going to call Mike back here right now because he always hangs up just because. Hey, buddy. Is that really 45 minutes? What's that? It's just mad. I know, I know. Well, is that really 45 minutes? Yeah, man. We're, we're yeah. at 47 and a half minutes right now. Like, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to I'm not gonna bullshit you. No, no, it. no. I believe you. I just... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't we really got five minutes. Like, <laughs> he doesn't know we're only 25 minutes in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been four and a half. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no, no. I know it has been 45 minutes. I can see the time. I'm just saying it's quite amazing. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's quite oh. amazing. Um, that we uh, that we ran out of time so quickly, but it always is. I just I've had two weeks off, so I forgot it flies by. Doesn't oh it? man, I'm just joking with you. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I'm actually. Oh jeez, well, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. <clears throat> but what a what a brilliant, you know, it is it is quite amazing. You know, he's, Kiffy is is one of the most prolific. You know, someone who's written and recorded and um, produced and everything that you know some of the most and some of the best quality tracks and you know people like Ron Bowes I mentioned earlier and Juxter and a few others it's amazing how people can do it and sort of it's almost amazing they can do it and not burn out really it's quite yeah, um, well, agreed quite great a wild horse is similar wild horse always have a new album it seems <laughs> like it eh? or always a new single yeah. right so yeah 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 definitely but uh yeah, amazing. He's, he's a lovely, lovely Blake, and then very kind, obviously, to him to come to us uh, while he's away as well. Yeah, exactly. But right. I really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, because like I said, right now it's uh, 12.15, about roughly East time, in France, right? So, but oh yeah, of course, yeah. Man, before we get to our first song, actually, it's a song they sent us ahead of time by Bonding Bank Camp, anyways, because you know that's what I want to do. I uh, was a, the band's called High Front. We'll get that song in one second, but I just want to talk a little bit about our Bandcamp purchases. So I told, I told you off air, I bought two Sapphire V albums. Like, I love her voice and know she just collapsed it on as well. And we have some of the stuff that we sent to the Dropbox label or whatever. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and buy it anyways because I want it. I want my own, you know. So I did buy the physical copy of The Mask, which is on its way right now. So that's one of my physical yep. copies I bought. And I ordered the tape of Master DY, which is a great album. It's called Unknown Sound. It's an amazing album. Uh, so nice. I got uh, the uh, the T-shirt. They only have one single up so far, but the band uh, is called Ammo. It's called Total Recall. So I got that as well. Uh, Wonder Love, which I played last week, and Mike, I'll, I'll play for uh, I'll put next week's uh, um, list just so you can hear. It's a badass uh, band, and it's a, it's a, a uh, pre-order, so it comes out in another like, two or three weeks. But anyway, there's a couple of songs from nice. that you can hear. So I bought the Stiller's Row. Um, I bought all that. And like I said, I'm pretty sure I've done it before, but there's a new EP this time around, and there's other songs. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to buy that anyways. 
and then I bought a new uh, Sarah Louise. She put out two live tracks. So, oh, nice. Yeah, okay. so I bought that as well. And then I think last week I bought uh, the limited edition of the Adam Bostock album. So I was like, I bought that too. And like, and right, nice. yeah, I know, <laughs> I, I, I know. Like, and I think I think I bought a total of three. I got CD to tapes. I got Sapphire BNT. I got Master DY on tape. I bought uh, an ammo t shirt. And I'm pretty sure I bought one more t shirt. But I can't remember what it is right now. But anyway, you'll find out when it arrives. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> oh, mate, that's awesome! I bought I bought a good selection of um, weird and unexpected things actually, uh, which is cool. I bought um, there's a band called God Mode who did a demo called God Mode, <laughs> uh, which is which is six tracks and it's just basically hardcore punk. Like one of the tracks, the reason I bought it. Um, I, I did listen to some of it, but most of the reason I bought it is because the last track is called Hardcore Punks Forever Insanity Mix. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm buying that. Um, what else did I get? I got, uh, there was a recommendation from uh, Kelly from the Kintners. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Some, He recommended someone called Alison Russell. Okay. Um, it was an album called Outside Child, and it is, it's, I mean, it's soulful. She's a Canadian um, artist, actually, which is oh, why nice. I mentioned it. Um, and some of it's sung in French, which is really cool. Uh, but it's like really soulful, slightly kind of, it's got a bit of Americana and a bit of blues okay. kind of twist in there. Uh, but she has this stunning voice. I'm going to send you that actually because it is absolutely brilliant. Um, I think you'll love it. Um, someone else recommended, again, artists I've never heard of this time around. It was basically uh, Amethyst Clark. Uh, okay. There's an album called Wary and Strange. Um, and there was a CD option and there was a record option, but in all honesty, the postage was insane. Right. So I just went yeah. for the download. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, August is not a good month for money, so I just went for the download. But it is fantastic. That's got the opening track called Soapbox, and it's absolutely brilliant. It's really oh. short, but it's just this amazing uh, introduction to the artist. But yeah, a few others. I'm trying to think. I bought um, the Striped Bananas. I think we've played them on the podcast at some point, haven't we? I'm pretty sure. Uh, um, I'm pretty sure. I think we have like post rock psychedelic type stuff. Uh, they did a collaboration with someone which and, we bought, which is really cool. Oh man, another band camp find was uh, uh, our, her name is Karen Paris. I played her a couple weeks ago, so the album's on pre order, so I'll make sure to include her again so you can hear it. But uh, it was, she's a great artist too, and I ordered the vinyl for that, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. So as, uh, as, as long as, as, long as the shipping is not absolutely ridiculous, then I will order the vinyl if it's available. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I didn't. I must admit, I didn't buy many physical copies of things this time round. But that's mostly because there was so much stuff I wanted to buy. Right. I kind of split my you know, digital's normally a little bit less, and there's no postage. So um, I bought mostly down. I think I might have bought one CD, but I actually can't remember which one it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know um, for for yeah. sure I bought uh, Sapphire V. I bought her album The Mask, and I, I she was kind enough to send me the tracking for the t-shirt i got the t-shirt there so i actually wore that in the video today so i'm supporting sapphire v and i think she has a fantastic voice and she's awesome like i said yes. we, got, we got kind of a nod to her tonight because we have an album uh, an album a song from her new album uh, duets which she does yes, with, with nice. a bunch yeah, of different yeah. singers vocals that sort of thing and we're also playing uh new um collapse of dawn and it's like a remix album, but Sapphire V did have her hand in that uh, little vocally, obviously, for a few of the songs. So it's 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 it's, uh, it's called I Bleed in Technicolor, but it's like the Dog Tablet something uh, something remix. Anyway, but uh, <clears throat> just uh, I know it's a bit of a sidetrack, but it's like I just want to mention that too as well because that's one of the things I picked up. I picked up a T-shirt from Ammo. 
And, oh, uh, nice. Yeah. And uh, it's like, well, I have something left for $25. But like, and the blue chipping is like, you know what? Yes, I'm going to try to get it this time. So I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to check, uh, go to a, I have like um, a bank camp uh, um, folder for my email and PayPal because I'm PayPal and some are not. So. Right. But yeah, um, I also, um, hmm. Uh, no, that's for the uh, Boss X CD, okay. <laughs> but either way, I, <laughs> either way, I bought I bought a lot of stuff, but and and some stuff I forget about. But that's why it makes so much more exciting when it comes. Like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's the thing. What I love about it, <clears throat> Kate always picks me up on this. She's like, oh, you've got another package, and I'm like, all oh, right, because it's CD shaped. Like, oh yeah, probably. But I tend to buy them all. You know, once or twice a month, I have a bit of a binge. But then the nice oh, thing is, they all turn too. up at different times, and then you're like, "Oh, I feel like I'm getting a present every day." <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, a, it's a really nice feeling. <laughs> so, oh um, no! Yeah, I love it. Speaking of which, and then we'll get to our next song. I promise, uh, which is one of my band camp purchases. They sent me email by anyways because so that's that's the way it is, and that's why it's got to be the support. Anyways, so um, point being is, I was telling um, Text Max about that week. And I thought, I was like, well, you know what? There's a couple of vinyls I want. And I just thought about now. It's like, I have the CD, you know, for a thing, but I want the actual vinyl. So, man, yeah. <clears throat> I was just so excited to get it. So, we'll be here in about a week or two. So, on the way, I have Cypress Hill Black Sunday. Oh, and, that's such a class album. Yeah, exactly. And Cypress Hill Temples of Boom. It's like, yes. Nice. Like, I saw both. So, I, <laughs> so, they'll be here in a couple weeks. Like, like, so pumped for that, man. I'll, I'll send you a picture of my new setup. Um, actually, it was uh, uh, our neighbors on the one side. They're you know, sending out because, unfortunately, um, she had passed away. So her family's uh, yeah, yeah. getting rid of some stuff. And we capitalized on a few things that are really good. Like, cool. Like, it's like a huge stand. But I have... So from the top shelf, I'll send you a picture. I'll post it in a few minutes here. But I got my bongos and my like, my little drum from Cuba. Then below, I got the skull with the with the Beats headphones on, the aviators. Then right below, right below it, I have all my vinyls. So it's that's uh, mainstream and indie. And then below yeah. is my all my indie uh, CDs and and cassette tapes, which is awesome. Point. And then nice, just, nice. just below that, I have since I haven't bought Big Amp again yet for a while because the last time I had, <clears throat> me, lasted me. Um, about, see, about tw- almost 20 years it was a Marshall amp time, I swear, but, yeah, yeah. but I swear by it was like 40 watt amp right? and that's what I'm looking at again yeah. but I have a little I have a little um, small amp when I bought my uh, my Epiphone uh, they kind of a bit of package deal I was like oh well, yeah why not so I have yeah. that and I have like a Star Wars uh, um, kind of like a soft kind of four-sided box which I have a Star Wars blanket that came in it, which we use on the couch all the time, and the dogs love it. So, <laughs> but, but I, I said I'll post a picture in a few minutes here. But uh, it's a perfect setup, and I have so much room, and it's, it's uh, like a little light under, so it's like a, a really, really good score, right? Nice man, nice. Some yeah. of that. All, I was trying to think organized. what the um, I was trying to think what the Cypress Hill album was. That I loved, and I just remembered it was Skull and Bones. Oh, nice, album. brilliant. Yeah, um, and it had uh, what was the song? It had two versions of the same. So, um, uh, oh, fuck. just give me a second. I the I got every song popping into my head except that one. I know what it was. It was rock superstar and rap superstar. Oh yeah, that's right. You want to be yeah, a rock superstar, was... live large, big house. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that was it. Well, that was a cool. Like looking back, that's probably 
it's not even close to being the best. You know, I, I, but I, I didn't, I didn't play. mind those, but I, I much preferred like Black Sunny and then Temples of Boom. And of course, like at one point, said I was like, ladies and gentlemen, I, I'm Kurt Lord for MTV. I'm stoned. I'm going home, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they did uh, some other cover of, of Everybody Must Get Stoned, Bob Dylan, but not quite kind of their own complete version of it. So just play the yeah. same title. But either way, two great albums and. I was talking with a buddy work the other day. I said, well, did you remember when they were on Saturday Night Live? And one came out and literally, not fairly, but literally lit a joint on stage and said, NYC and SNL won't let me smoke a joint on stage, but I can do it anyway. So he took a couple of puffs and he put it out. So <laughs> it's like, wow. Eh? And this is like 93. <laughs> brilliant. So, yeah, yeah very cool. brilliant. No, the reason I say that about Skull and Bones was, was the the first album I had so it was a great oh intro. really yeah. so yeah. I, man oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was a, a grunge a grunge kid right and so I, I heard Cypress Hill since they came out too yeah yeah but, which is I mean, now I've had it obviously mm. now I've got it in fact but yeah, it's, it, yeah that was the gateway drug yeah that, band. <laughs> that was the that was the, the puff of that band if you like right and, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, absolutely quality. Brilliant. But, I don't know uh, how we started talking about Cypress Hill, but I'm pleased that we did. Well, we talked about uh, some purchase, purchases and oh, some yeah. vinyls, right? right? So, and those Got are two it. That was actually quite an easy link. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I looked for the other night, I don't think I saw it because I didn't purchase it because I was looking for, like, I love the hip-hop band The Roots, but the specific, oh, yeah. the, the specific album called Do You Want More? I have the CD, like I have and everything else. That's a great album. It's like, I think I looked for it on vinyl. I think I don't think I think they were sold out where they didn't have it. It's like seriously, this is probably one of the best albums, hip hop albums, uh, on vinyl. If it's on vinyl ever, just because they all play actual instruments. So there's there's not a lot of like uh, electronic influence. Yeah. No. So they're all rapping, singing. They're all playing piano, whatever. But so that's why it's, it's much more. Uh, um, uh, all for me it's enjoyable I mean like I like a lot of music but that's one of the things I love about The Roots is the fact that it's all they all play instruments and it just like it just all let, less technical that sort of thing but it sounds badass as hell and I've seen them live a couple of times and man there's nothing like it they're they're really just like soul musicians and they're just like let's do this and let's chill out let's have fun and that's exactly what they do so but if you guys have not checked The Roots first time you should check out is Do You Want More one of the best albums and some of the best dropping you've ever heard in your life. And and without electronic help, so no digital delays, nothing. And and just one song, and just like, I, I listen to every time, it's like, man, like what perfect timing and, and, and like breathing. Because it's, it's a lot of it's, a lot of it's um, well, obviously you breathe all the time, right? But, you know, a lot, a lot of stuff like that, it comes down to kind of, kind of, kind of timing it a little bit. You no, know, it's just yeah. like, just like playing a wind instrument, right? So that's yeah, the thing, course, but yeah. man, is it ever badass as hell? So you, check it out. So next up, without further ado, I know I've sidetracked a lot, but you expect that and that that's part of our show. So next yeah, yeah. up well, is... Hang on, before you go on, haven't yeah. they got an album called Phrenology? Is that The Roots? Uh, I believe so, yes. I think that's the album I've got. I think I've, I, was, I was just thinking as you were saying that. I think I've got Pretty that. Pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Which is a little bit later, probably. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, carry no, on. No, no, and, and, and again, this little thing on the roots again, and unfortunately, I, I can't stand, but everybody knows how much I can't stand Jimmy Fallon because he is not funny at all. <laughs> at all. Really and it should not have his own show, and Jimmy Carson's probably rolling his grave the fact that that little pecker got the Tonight Show. But 
Point being is the roots is his 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 show band. So it's like, oh man, did you need the money that badly? Oh, Seriously, yeah. it's like it's like uh, can we, I love you guys, but did you need money that badly to jam with this asshole? Like you know. <laughs> so, anyways, so let's get back to the music we're actually gonna play. So this was a band yeah. camp purchase, and we have the email, and we're huge fans of this band. It's a band called High Front from Ottawa, Canada, which is about roughly about hour drive uh, east of me. So here we go with High Front and Disarm Your Life. Dig this. Right on. Uh, that was uh, 
Drain, uh, sorry, Disarm Your Life by High Front. That was a badass heavy song, was it not? That really was a badass heavy song. <laughs> and they, they, they sent it to me. Nothing less. Sorry, well, they sent to me, it's like, oh, this is kick ass. It's like, okay, well, I'm definitely going to buy it anyways. But uh, they sent to us first, so it's like, listen, live tomorrow, it's going to send to us Thursday night. And uh, sorry about my dog's barking, but I was talking to my neighbors real quick, so. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, man, no, it's, it is a fantastic tune. It's What I like about that band is they do, they play, you know, really heavy music, obviously. Right, well, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but there's, there's there's a whole range of stuff. That one is kind of it's almost well it's almost Metallica-y in the guitar sound. Do you know what I mean? It's almost got a um, Metallica yes. kind yep. of slightly muted, really nice tone. I, I'm talking classic Metallica. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Although having said that, I mean you could argue actually it's it's got that kind of um, it's got a, bit of a load thing going on as well, which I also love. But anyway, uh, it's got that kind of uh, the vocals. Can, and you lost yeah, me. Like yeah, I know. We're having that conversation as well. Right. <laughs> I was listening earlier to um, uh, what's it called? Garage Days. You know the, yeah. um, oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. all the covers on it. Yeah, I, I got something to say. I'm not going to finish that line, but you know what I mean. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got that brilliant um, Lennon Skinner track on it. Tuesday's gone. Oh yeah, which, I forgot about uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Which is really good, and it's got one of the guys. I can't remember who it is. One of the guys from Skinner was on that recording as well. Oh, nice. um, anyway, uh, the, the high front definitely has in that track. It has this Metallica esque, let's call it, guitar tone, and then obviously the vocals. Nothing like James Hetfield. It's completely no, no. different, and it's absolutely brilliant. Um, and it just, yeah, they just do heavy music so so well, don't they? It is absolutely gorgeous, man. Man, speaking of Metallica, have you seen that that meme where it says metal fan like long hair like, and and like a bunch of like like glare stuff? And then they show they said metal singer, they saw James Hetfield in like cargo shorts and a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant! It was awesome. Like, I like, saw. Have you? I can't remember. Do you like S and M? The the Metallica. I I, I, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. You, you didn't need to clarify exactly what you're talking about. So yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, do you like that? Sorry. I can't remember. You're talking about Metallica's S and M, their symphony one, right? Because Dick and Dick yeah. Minaka asked me, I was like, "Yes, you're talking about." So, sorry, I was just, just telling Kim, and it's it's not it's not too bad actually. I don't mind it. I don't love it, but I I I have to kind of stick to one of the, the, the singles they put off of it uh, for the Clover. So, oh yeah. So that yeah, one's right. not too bad. I mean, like like I said, I don't I don't hate Metallica. I just don't like the newer stuff. I prefer their older stuff. So I'm still no, no, I get that. Yeah, still yeah. still a fan, but you know, I prefer the old stuff, the new <laughs> stuff. So. No, I get that, but then, when, it, um, when it comes to be a certain off. line at the end of your tunnel, <laughs> freight train you going, exactly your right. Way. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly, <laughs> classic James Hetfield, right? And one quick yeah. thing, Mike, uh, is uh, uh, it's, it's, it's has to do with music and it's related to Metallica and South Park. Go figure that one, right? So <laughs> they they did a band called Moop, and they they started they they got in trouble for downloading stuff offline. So they went on Napster, right? So they downloaded Metallica and Jewish Priest, that sort of thing, right? So they got arrested for it. So they say, okay, well we're we're gonna stop playing until people stop uh, downloading our stuff for free, right? And so bands start joining them, and then, and then Metallica shows up, <laughs> and, and then it just feels like we're we're with you to to stop playing until people start stop downloading. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like fucking dying, man. That's amazing. So, so continue. There you go. There's some music tie-in, including Metallica. What we were talking about and South Park. It's go figure. That was perfect. So go ahead, Mike. <laughs> no, I can't remember where, the, what, where we ended up. But um, I was just going to say, I I saw uh, 
S&M 2 in the cinema last year. And it was really interesting because I love, I was about to say I love S&M. I love the album S&M. <laughs> yes. um, which is, I think it's beautiful because it has, you know, a real mix of you well, know, it's, songs. It's 100 plus most of pieces of, of wind and string instruments, right? So... Yeah, it's just incredible, and it's like you know, listening to like Master of Puppets with all of that going on is is insane, and listening to everyone sing along and stuff. But <laughs> um, but I do love that. But SM Two is really weird. Like I enjoyed it, but of course it's been twenty years or whatever, um, and I realised that I knew so few of the songs because they played mostly the stuff that oh, really? I don't I don't really okay. like. This. I mean, I've got I think I've probably got all of the albums, but I, right. You know, I've probably listened to like Death Magnetic once and just thought it's too loud and it's got too many riffs. <laughs> <laughs> but they play, they played some songs on SM2 from it. I was like, oh, maybe I need to go back and and listen because actually in that context they're really good. So that was quite interesting. Uh, that was all I was going to say, but I can't remember why. <laughs> <laughs> just because this is a music podcast and so that's music related. There you go. We'll right. take that. <laughs> What's happening next? <laughs> and uh, well, just before we get to our next song, what we'll do in just a moment here. Um, uh, I know I just didn't have time because we were just talking about some things with Kiffy. Is when he mentioned Deftones and and uh, and um, the Matrix, right? And yes. I think Deftones was probably the second one. I don't think it was the first one because I think Rage was uh, the main band for the first one. Unless Deftones was like on like the soundtrack, right? <clears throat> but I was thinking too, and you know, uh, some good collaborations. And this will be super quick. So first one is in the song Know Your Enemy. That's the yes. very first collaboration that Maynard uh, James Keenan from Tool did a collaboration with Zach De La Roca. And he was the one who goes, I got no patience for sicko, sicko, sicko. That was all Maynard, which is awesome, right? Yeah, but so and that's in Know Your Enemy, the breakdown, right? Before Zach goes, time has come to the enemy, you know, like, <clears throat> and there's that yeah, and then I, go ahead sorry well, I was going to say I, I genuinely I had no idea and then um, <laughs> on uh, it's uh, it's not a, I think it's on no no not around the fur but it might, I think it's White Pony um, the difference on White Pony where Maynard does a collaboration with uh, with Deftones for the song uh, Passenger you know I'm your passenger you know here I sit who cares what's behind? You know, it's just like always. Still your passenger. Like it just like he's in a lot of cool collaborations, Maynard. And so yeah, I just nice. wanted to bring that. So there's a collaboration with uh, Rage and Deftones. So Bing Bang Boom done. Nice. <laughs> Do you know Rage Against the Machine? And I I cannot explain this. Um, I, I genuinely can't. I didn't like them at all when I was growing up. Oh, really? They're okay. exactly they're exactly the sort of band I should have loved. <laughs> and I didn't, and now I'm like, what the fuck was wrong with you? Like, they're <laughs> amazing. They're an incredible band. I got really into them probably about ten years ago, or whatever. But <laughs> like fifteen years too late, I thought like, oh, you, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, absolutely fantastic band. I cannot tell you what my logic was for not liking Rage Against the Machine, but I didn't, and now I just can't believe it because they're amazing. Right on. Well, um, I guess I guess it happens. <laughs> like, I, mean, I know, trying. yeah, but do you ever feel like you missed out? Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, no, no, I get like, what you mean. You know, 12 to 17, say, um, that's, 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 that's the time when Rage Against the Machine is, is, should be the most relevant to you in your life, but I've discovered it 
Well, I was like 27. <laughs> I thought, oh, actually, I like this. <laughs> uh, 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 espe- <laughs> especially since her first album was killing the name of, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was almost an anthem at that point, right? So. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. There's a great. Um, I know. I know. We've got loads of songs to play, but there's a great uh, video of Rage Against the Machine when they're in college uh, playing one of their first ever shows, nice. and there's basically like one guy going crazy dancing in the front, and everyone, you know, like ten other people standing around, and one's filming it, and that's it. Right. <laughs> it's, I find it really inspiring for any independent musician that's ever played one of those gigs. Right. You never know what's around the corner. <laughs> no kidding, right? <laughs> But yeah, I love it. Well, it's just great. like Nirvana playing a, a cover of Heartbreaker at a house party, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or the other one uh, that I always remember is Royal Blood, um, where if, on their Facebook page, uh, I don't know if it's still there, but it was up until recently, certainly. Uh, when you go to events, you can see old events, and they right. still had up uh, them playing in, um, I can't what it was called at the time, but what was recently called Bleach in Brighton. I don't know if it's still that even. Um, but uh, on London Road in Brighton, there's this venue sort of upstairs somewhere. And um, on the Facebook event, it says like four people attending and 13 maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and you well, go, wow. And then they went on to have, what, two number one albums and yeah. tour the world. So, Well, you know, uh, we, saw, we saw them open up for uh, Queens of the Stone Age. I know, man. Yeah, I'm seeing them in a few weeks. That's why I'm off. Uh, I think it's the same weekend that you're off, actually. I can't remember. Um, but I'm seeing them with a friend, which is going to be awesome. Oh man, and uh, Royal Bloom, uh, a Newcastle band, uh, they had a song we that uh, played last week with Tex Mex Shaman. Their newest single called "Dear God." And the first thing I thought of was was Fraser and the TV show. Oh dear God, Von Niles. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh dear God. <laughs> Brilliant. So, all right, man. Well, let's get back to music. So we have brand new Master DUI, which I think this is a fantastic album. Like a free album, heavy, heavy album. Edge got a great voice, and definitely worth checking out. So we go with Master DUI and Never Die. Dig this.
Master DUI with Never Die. Uh, no, that's a great uh, song. The whole album is really badass, and I just love her vocals. But it just, it just, it's, it's her. She has soft vocals for such heavy riffs. But I tell you, man, this album is called Unknown Sound. That's Master DUI. Definitely worth the purchase, and uh, no, get it now. So. If you miss Bandcamp Friday, it kind of it kind of sucks because you could have got the CD and the tape for for no shipping cost at all. But either way, still definitely worth the purchase. But it's a great album and great tune. I love this band. Yeah, that is <clears throat> excuse me, that is absolutely stunning, isn't it? Because it's kind of you know it's it's heavy. It's I think it's quite punky. Um, it reminds me of like AFI actually in the guitar. Oh, nice, like good that. call, yeah. Um, <clears throat> which is cool. But like you say, the vocal is actually not understated, but it is soft. Um, rather than sort of you know screaming and shouting, which is, is the temptation, and why not? Right. Um, <laughs> it just it adds another dimension to it, having that vocal kind of sitting over all of that amazing kind of heavy, almost like emo punk, isn't it? Um, right. But yeah, absolutely brilliant. That's 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 right on my street, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows it would be, <laughs> but it really is top quality. I love that. Right on, man. Well, next up we have uh, what brand new uh, Mothman and the Thunderbirds and he did uh, an instrumental album so a lot of songs off the previous album so this one's called Nomad and this the instrumental version but it's pretty badass and it's our album great as well so please go to Bandcamp and pick it up it's totally worth it trust me and the first single we played off that song was that album was called Hollow Earth so let that be the first song to check out and I'll pull you in right away guaranteed so here you go with Mothman and the Thunderbirds and a song called Nomad that's the instrumental version of it
right on. That was Nomad by Mothman and the Thunderbirds off the instrumental album, which is out now, which as soon as I come up with people, I was like, okay, well, yoink, I got that. So, uh, great album. I love the song, the instrumental version and the regular version, but he does such, such a good job and it's so heavy. I love the guitar riffs and this guy is awesome. Like, you should check out stuff. Like, he's something else. Yeah, he is. And he's, it's just super creative, really heavy music. I, I, I really like the, um, the vocal version of the album and I've been really intrigued and found that I also, I this sounds awful, but I found that I also really like the instrumental. Um, which I, what I mean is I wasn't necessarily knowing what to expect because they're songs with vocals, All right. but, they, <laughs> but he's done it really well. It sounds really, really good. I think he's a super talented um, musician. Uh, and yeah, I just, I think his stuff is quite unique and really intriguing. And also like those riffs are, pretty sexy so <laughs> happy days we are sexy we are sexy you know what from awesome powers like <laughs> yeah. just, there's so much that's one i don't say because i don't want to i don't want to anybody but those of you know what i'm talking about so next up we have brand new lauren reed with a song called when everyone says goodbye <laughs> do this To my home and I made a fire It was lean and I had no fear You were scared and thought they were near Was it fate or was it nothing? You'll never know until nothing comes up then Was it fate or was it something That you'll never know Slap me in my face Time to kill me now What's the price you'd pay For things to go away What's the use in fighting When nothing goes your way Was it something Thank you. 
played on Lorne Reed with When Everyone Else Says Goodbye. And <laughs> what a great tune was it, man. That was some serious fucking shredding and soloing. That was badass. Like, Lorne, man, you just, like, you, this song, you fucking killed it, buddy. Like, <laughs> this was amazing. I mean, fuck. I know. <laughs> Did you hear the... What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no one plays guitar like that. Jesus. Oh, I'm going to have to sell all my guitars and give up. Fuck <laughs> me. That was absolutely brilliant. Excuse all the terrible I language. Know, eh? <laughs> fuck. Oh, man. Wow. I mean, just that. Oh. <laughs> that was great. Do you know what I also loved? Like, right the, I mean, it probably happened throughout the whole song, but right at the end, I started to notice the bass, and that was really good as well. <laughs> it's like this really quite heavy, almost like happy bass line uh, going along. Just, it was really good. Really fucking good. What a tune. I oh, know, God. eh? So, That's, um, wow. Yeah, I love that. Oh, yeah, man. I just like, I heard this. Like, it's like, oh, yes, because he sent uh, kind of closely on the weekends. Like, oh, yeah, man, this is definitely going on. I'll make a, I'll make a space for it. And it's <laughs> funny, too, because uh, closing up for part one is uh, Mr. Ron Bowes, one of, last, one of the last songs on his new album. And and oddly enough, it's called Headed for Mexico, where exactly where Lorne is. So, like, badass. Ah, like, but... Nice face, right? So, all right. Yeah. So, next up, man. Brand new Hannah Bearcat was awesome. So Curtain Call uh, Records sent us this uh, single. I was like, oh, no way. It's been a long time. So brand new Hannah Bearcat. The song's called Criminal. Dig this. Cross the 
song and man she gives you a good uh, a good uh, listen to what she can do vocally how powerful her voice is and holy crap man like, this thing is badass I could love a mix to it but just seeing her singing just the just the way she just like it, you could hear her for, for miles for good. you don't need a she doesn't need a mic man you can just awesome love it <laughs> I feel like we're, <clears throat> we're just sort of banging out New rock future classics, just yeah. Fun oh, ones. yeah, like, <laughs> just like, oh, let's, just, let's just knock out 10 of those. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's brilliant. Every song we've played on part one so far has been absolutely brilliant, and obviously, it always is. But it, it is just like every single one of these tunes is an absolute future classic. It's incredible. The breakdown on that is brilliant, that was really nicely done. The vocals are insanely good. Like at one point, I thought she was going to break a wine glass in my cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole team is just like, it's just put together, it's produced really nicely, it's put together really well. Um, it kind of has a, like a well-produced, you know, modern classic rock, new wave of classic rock kind of feel to it, which is right. brilliant. It sounds really good. It sounds, you know, that could be on Planet Rock Radio or whatever tomorrow. <laughs> and not, no one would go, who's that? The guy, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> that sound that's brilliant mate absolutely brilliant alright man well next up is a band called Messer and I'm pretty sure these these guys come to us courtesy of Curtain Call Records as well and the song's called Everything Beautiful do this
tune, eh? Man, yes. that was Messer. I'm pretty sure I said Kirstie of Current Call Records with a song called Everything Beautiful. But, man, it was heavy. The vocals were solid. I just love the tonality to it. Some good breakdowns. And it just had that old, almost 90s nostalgic kind of new metal feel to it. But very well done. Really, really enjoyed that one. So, Yeah, definitely. No, I mean, that's the thing. It did have... Uh, like, because it's 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 interesting, isn't it? Because it is that kind of early new metal where it's still got the pace and it's still kind of you know it drives you through and it's got that kind of grungy, rocky, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it just kind of jumps off a little bit in somewhere, but it's great. The vocals I thought were absolutely excellent. The guitar was awesome in that as well. Um, yeah, that was a great tune. Uh, I got confused. Was that Messer or was that Less Than Hollow? That was, no, that was Messer. Less Than Hollow's up next with a song called Disappointed. Oh, okay. I think you just tweeted Lesson Hollow. Oh, did I? <laughs> I think so. Oh, shit. Oh, man. I think somebody was talking about it, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking... Oh, no. is that this one? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Let me double-check that. You're oh, right. sorry. No, no, no playing Lesson Hollow, yeah, the point is, okay, well... Um, yeah, I'll, I'll fix that, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my apologies, folks, and I'm just going to put up we just heard... <laughs> so that was anyway, totally my bad it. yeah my bad sorry I just we talked about Les Hollow before we announced the song down the air so that was on my mind and I was going to so my bad I do apologize so um, we'll fix that but now we're going to hear Les and Hollow <laughs> and their new single Disappointed dig this and just people know uh, this guy used to be Colt 48 right so this is a new project so Adam and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so very cool. So here you go with Lesson Hollow and Disappointed. And my apologies because we did just just hear um, Messer and Ernie Beautiful. So uh, wrong tweet, but I will put that correctly right now. So dig this. <laughs>
Right on, less than hollow and disappointed this time around. I tweeted the wrong tweet uh, last time. I do apologize uh, before we heard Messer and everything beautiful. So I do apologize for the mix-up tweet, but Mike pointed out my mistake, so it was awesome. So we picked that up. So <laughs> this was less than hollow and a song called Disappointed, and Adam Jerome, formerly of Colt 48, until they broke up. And he actually did an interview with us while they were on tour with Colt 48 in his car, which was awesome. But uh, this is a great tune, <laughs> and, you know, it's... Somewhat similar, but it's awesome to see him back in the music scene again and playing some new stuff. So, as soon as I saw a new band left in the hole, and I'm like, okay, yes, please look at that first single here. So, another badass tune. I could love his stuff, and man, just it does another rocket tune. Yeah, man, that is absolutely fantastic. It's got, um, uh, oh my god, what's the band? It's got like a Volby, if you remember Volby, yeah, um, kind of feel to it, if you like. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is really cool, but yeah, that was, that was a very laboured sentence, wasn't it? <laughs> it's got okay. that kind of feeling, which I like. Uh, I haven't done this for two weeks. I don't know how to speak. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got that kind of thing where it kind of, you know, it's, again, it's it's one of those tracks that kind of, um, kind of throws you forward, if you like, right. um, into it, and, and just kind of takes you on this journey. But I love that again. I love his vocal. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, very, very cool. Right on, man. Well, next up, here's a band we're replaying again because it's a great song and you heard the song, but you didn't get a chance to review it. So it's a band, another one, and, you know, this is obviously a, a great country for, uh, for for bands, but the country of Sweden, right? Oh, yeah. And, and you know, of course, you know, we've had a lot of good stuff from that area, especially from Finland, that sort of thing. And then this came up, I was like, oh, cool, a new one. So a band called In Sammer. The song is called oh, yeah, yeah. "Endless Sky," and uh, this this album, this song is heavy, and the vocals are just absolutely phenomenal. So, do this in summer and "Endless Sky" from Stockholm, Sweden.
right on in Sammer with Endless Guy. Now tell me, that vocalist man, holy fucking hell, can she just wail, man? She just blasted out, and she can do anything, man. She no no, she just matched the the the, the kind of screaming kind of growly vocals uh, from from my male band and blew them out of the water. Like absolutely blew them out of the water. Like just hands down, she just. Bang! Nailed it. Love this band. And so, and thank you to Stockholm, Sweden, for producing in Sammer because holy Christ, <laughs> amazing! I mean, <clears throat> I just um, <laughs> it just starts off a completely different song. I love it. I know, um, right? And this is one of the songs that uh, Tex Mex and I both said caused by surprise when we first heard. They changed like holy crap. Yes, it really is, and it's you know the build on it is exceptional because it builds and builds and builds and then it comes in with those kind of almost haunting like backing vocals where it's sort of this you know feels like a choir of monks <laughs> and then she does that big screech where she's like yeah and then they do the guitar so then you're like what, what's going on this is not the same song it started out it's like that film where they all turn into vampires halfway through <laughs> <laughs> Uh, from Dust Till Dawn, you know. Oh yeah, off, yeah, think, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, of course, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, I wonder uh, where this is going to go, and then it's like what? George, George Clooney and Teach Marin makes this uh, little appearance, and uh, so yeah, does, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember her name the top of my head right now, but you know, I'm talking about the uh, famous uh, Spanish actress. Um, anyway, not important, so it doesn't matter. So next, I know uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll remember her name as soon as we get off air, of course, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, we have brand new Metal Birds. The Metal Birds is their newest song that uh, they sent us the other day. Of course, up on Man Camp as well. So here we go with the Metal Birds and a song called Absolute. Dig this. Soma Hayek. Down here on the floor, I'm exhausted. Don't think I 
right on the Metal Birds, their new single called Absolute, which is available on Bandcamp right now as well. They sent to us, and I did buy as well because it's totally worth it. And man, you, 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 you can't tell me that Suzanne just doesn't have like amazing vocals, so powerful, and she just, I, I, she lines it up, and she, oh my god, it just. And, and just the heavy riffs and like it's such a badass like metal hard rock and tune like it just the, the whole thing together just big gold yeah absolutely brilliant I love the reverb on the on the vocal when she does the, the big long uh, held note that's a really nice little touch uh, the guitar work is always brilliant I think they're what I like about the metal birds is they're quite um, uh, sort of clever with the way that they um they kind of write the song so they right. they can they, they can play really really well like they're really really good like especially you know, Susanna and Riot excellent um but they kind of they don't I don't know what the word is they don't over riff it right <laughs> like, <laughs> like there's some great riffs in that tune but they're just they're put in exactly the right places it just sounds like a proper filthy rock and roll band it's absolutely fucking brilliant um <laughs> yeah I think they're quality quality band we're talking to them next week hopefully aren't we as well yep so, um, that'll yeah. be good. Yep. That'll be good. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I'll, 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 I'll fix that in email because I need to talk to them about a few things for next week. So, nothing, nothing, just, I mean, everything good. Just kind of make it work easier for both of us on both sides. So, <laughs> yeah. But no, that'd be good because it'd be interesting to kind of just, you know, uh. it feels like a different world, doesn't it, Texas? It's oh, yeah. It's I want to visit so desperately. Like, I really want to go yeah, to Texas. The same here. Uh, that and Nashville are the two top. <laughs> Yeah, I want to go to Las Vegas, but the problem is I'd never leave Bonesy. Well, you know what? I was there. I did I did a three days, four nights uh, one time. It was fun, but I mean, it probably could do a lot more, but I'm not a big gambler, so I could care less. I saw a couple of good shows, but it was it was nice, but, you know, it's not uh, like, think, oh, I got to get back. It's like, yeah, well, I can, or, or am I not? So. <laughs> I've got quite an addictive personality, so I best avoid it for now. <laughs> uh, I, I played the penny slots, man, and watched people lost big sums of money, just not me, so... <laughs> Yeah, fair. <laughs> You're the kind of guy I need with me if I go to my yeah. house. Like, let's go, let's go home. Yeah. Like, oh, alright then, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas if it's just me, but like, oh, is it 6am already? Brilliant. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. That will, just, one reason why... It's just about you... to pay out. It's just about to pay out. Yeah, right. And one of the reasons why, why casinos don't have any windows or clocks, for that reason alone. Yeah, fair. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so let's get back to music because that's not really important right now uh, in Vegas, but... <laughs> So our last song of the night is by one of our favorite artists, uh, Mr. Ron Bowes. And I know it. I, I want to say this is kind of I kind of hinting at Lauren Reed because Lauren Reed, a.k.a. Dollars Rum, is in Mexico. And the song's called Headed for Mexico. <laughs> so there you go. Ron Bowes did this.
right on, Ron Bose and headed for Mexico. That was such a great tune. I loved the vocals. The guitar work was amazing. It sounded a lot like the Stones. And Ron, the harmonica, was an absolute gold touch to the song. It was perfect. It was an awesome tune. Loved it. Yeah, the harmonica is absolutely perfect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it absolutely makes a dagger and Dylan right there, right? So. Yeah, it is. It's just brilliant. I really like the train whistle as well. <laughs> the train whistle was a nice yeah, touch. Still, yeah, still, uh, yeah. That was great. Yeah, no, very, very cool tune. Very, like you say, it's quite stonesy. It's very rombos. Um, it, it just does that sort of like blues, rock and roll stuff. So perfectly well sometimes. It, well, all the time. Um, <laughs> it is amazing. Yeah, I love the harmonica. Um, Rom- well, yeah, so I think I said it publicly yesterday. But uh, rombos is... Um, it very kindly played some harmonica on um, the new thing that I've been working on, which we'll talk about later. Uh, and it sounds absolutely brilliant. Uh, so he is officially one of the wandering lights uh, <laughs> through his heart uh, playing. But like yeah, friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bit like that. We'll talk about it later. Uh, I actually, I, I actually said that in my video too. I said, it's, it's kind of like a Mike Five and friends. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <Sort of> <laughs> I'll tell you about that later. But yeah, no, um, not on the track we're playing, but Ron's got a, a brilliant um, harmonica part on that EP, which is fantastic. Uh, but yeah, he's a proper legend uh, and he writes amazing music. So I'm happy. You're happy. Everyone's happy, mate. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we're going to take a quick, say, 10, 15 minute break. And until then, uh, we'll let Dr. Kicker take us out with his Ant Laser. <laughs> take this. <laughs> Memory banks of the supercomputer. Woo! Shrink eating that! Krieger out! <laughs> 